Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Everybody, we are back. It is taped on live. It's your favorite Raiders podcast, favorite Raiders channel, favorite Raiders everything. We are back. You guys already know what to do. Subscribe button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the like button if you like it. Hit the dislike button if you don't like it. Leave a comment if you like it. Leave a comment if you don't like it. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Mark John NFL for me at BD Williams18 for BD Williams. Of course, my man M Holding95. Instant reaction, uh, you know, checking us out every Sunday or whenever, whenever the Raiders games are. Check us out there. M Holder ninety five, Panda supplements. Use TDL thirty five percent off. So like I said, guys, you know, what I'm saying, time to get you know ready for them pictures, them, them Thanksgiving pictures. You know, what I'm saying, you might want to show the muscles in that Christmas outfit. So let's go ahead and get that protein, get that protein going, hit the gym. Let's do it. All right. So. Use discount code TDL for 35% off for that at pandasubs.com, panda supplements. All right, BD, we got your our tape review here. Is, you know, review of the loss 24 to 19. You know, um, of course, you want to know what, what's happening on defense a little bit. Not talking too much defense because, you know, Derek Carr threw three interceptions. So, you know, that's the main conversation. That's the main <laughs> combo. That's the main you combo. Know, it's, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. He's, he's 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 not gonna make it to his contract after the Super Bowl. Um, you know what I'm saying? So uh, definitely, that's that's the conversation there. But BD, what, what's your initial thoughts of the game? Well, I mean, um, from the broadcast, you know, to watching on tape, I don't know if I came away with anything, you know, um, other than <clears throat> what I'll say is. This guy Joe Lombardi, you gotta you gotta give him some credit, Marcus. You've okay. been talking trash about Joe Lombardi. Mm-hmm. Look, I I went into it wanting to hate on the guy. No, no, man, this guy's sick. This guy's sick. He knows what he's doing, and he was really he was a step ahead of Patrick Graham the majority uh, of that game until like late in the game when I think Patrick Graham kind of you know got him figured out. And uh, that being said. The Chargers were just running the ball, and you can't let the Chargers run the ball on you, you know. Yeah. So w- w- when that's what they want to do, so you know. That being said, yeah, the defense played great against the run in this one. It gives mm-hmm. a pass where I'm still. It's not consistent enough, really, at this point. Uh, but yeah, but hats off to, to this guy Lombardi, whoever the whoever's calling the plays, whoever's designing the plays, who's ever calling the plays. This guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, uh, you know, on the offense side, I really feel like, you know, Brandon Staley and then they were, like, getting ready for this game, like, since uh, February, since they found out Josh McDaniels was the coach. They were, they, were, hit, they hit the tape. As soon as that happened, I really feel like that was kind of the, the thought process behind it because you could tell by the way that they were game planning, right? I mean, they're, they're every, I mean everything was covered, so there wasn't a lot of outlets for Carr even when he, looked, when he was under pressure 
Um, so, you know, there wasn't uh, the check downs they usually have off the chip blocks. If somebody would blitz and somebody picked up a chip block, the guy wouldn't keep on blitzing. He would go out with him afterwards. Like it, it wouldn't, it would, you know, they're mixing it up that way. So, you know, it didn't give me any, any outlets if they had everything covered up. And, you know, that's what led to some of the ended up some of the sacks there, especially late in the game. So, um, you know, I, I still think the offensive line did, did struggle. I, I know a lot of people are trying to say that they didn't. You know, you know, I, I know PFF has 11 pressures, but, you know, I, I ended up with about the 19 overall. Because, you know, I do my own O-line charting. So I ended up with 19, you know, but I guess I don't know if I'm too tough on pressures. We, we, we could talk about that during the Carfax. You guys let me know what's the pressure. But, you know, even some of the things I'm going to go over today. But, you know, I, I thought the offensive line struggled a lot. I think the only guy who really had a great game was uh, Dylan Parham. You know, I I even thought like you know Lester Cotton he, he had some pressures. I got him with a uh, three. You know, Mumford had four, Miller had five. He, Miller was he, I don't know what was happening with him. He's just he, he just had his chest open, and you can't have your chest open against the long arm God. You just can't. It's it's not gonna happen. He's you're gonna get long arm into 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 hell, and that's what that's what was happening a lot for Colton Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought he was, they struggled a lot. I thought Jess Jacobs was God awful as a pass blocker too. And if they're going to pass a lot, he's going to be bad. Um, but you know, I thought the offensive line struggled a lot more than they, people want to give out. I, you know, I, I, you know, I, you know, we don't like Derek Carr. So I think a lot of it has to do with that a little bit, you know, putting the offensive line, it, it, it can't be all offensive line. It has to be him and his pocket presence or whatever, you know, but you know, I, I mean, Yes, I, I think offensive line. That's that is a that is a big question mark. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but for McDaniel's, the whole point of you know this offense is you get the ball up quick. Yeah. And to your earlier point, if they're covering everything up, you know that's gonna now you can't hide this offensive line anymore. Derek Carr is gonna have to stand in the pocket. So you know. This is Josh McDaniels gambling on some personnel moves, and we're seeing it kind of bite him in the butt a little bit here. You know, this mm-hmm. entire game, not playing um, the the core starters on this team. Um, you know, yeah, Max Crosby had a great game. Did he have a sack? You know, I, I posted I posted one uh, pressure that he had on Herbert that you know it stopped the touchdown. Okay. Yeah, he, Robinson, yeah. right. So. That was the that was the biggest hit that they put on on Herbert the entire game, uh, other than Hobbs getting called for the like, you know the the late slide thing, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's the only two times they touched him the entire game. So Jones, Crosby, they didn't have these big marquee like what we were like everyone was talking about them in the same breath as Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. I don't know, and yeah. you know, um, yeah, yeah, this guy Slater is pretty good. You know what I'm saying, but at the same time, this quarterback also that the that the Raiders were going up against this quarterback um, was able to hit you know hit those shots when he moved out of the pocket. So, but it's uh you know for the for the Raiders offense getting the ball out quick couldn't work. So now we're seeing this offensive line has some issues. Yeah, and, and I actually think he got the ball quicker than you know even as his time to throw was a uh, two point four. You know, on some like PFF or something like that. So uh, I thought that he didn't get the. It wasn't the point that he wasn't getting the ball out quick. I think at times, you know, some guys were just weren't open, and it's some. It, it, you know, especially if Adams, uh, you know, wasn't open, 
I mean, he was looking at Adams a lot too. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't. So I guess, I guess it's kind of that's my that's my problem with watching Adams. It's like you know, it was like take take targets away from him. I'm like, I mean, I don't know about that. I mean, he's at least he should at least get 13. I think. <laughs> oh yeah, don't no. He needs feed him. We're going to take away some targets. I mean, let's not go like down to 10. We're talking about like 13 at least. We're getting 13 targets his way. And I mean, because he's fine. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what people do with these cloud coverages. I, I think the line just has a hold up that if Derek Carr does go his way and if there is a cloud coverage, you got to give him some time to get somewhere else. Right. And, you know, I know people want him to just kind of build some clean pockets and try to run around, and make a play. But, you know, McDaniels doesn't want him to do that. And I don't think this offense is kind of built that way. So, it's going to be interesting uh, how this goes forward. I do think they got to get the quick and keep passing game going. I think they get Hunter Renfro going uh, this week. I'm covering Hunter, Hunter Renfro today, too. So we'll check that out, check out his game, and um, see what happened this past week, why he wasn't involved. I know it's a big thing, but I, I do say that, you know, we should not take away targets from Devontae Adams. I'm definitely not I'm against that. I, I mean, if we're, if we're going to take away targets, we we're stick at 13. I'm cool with that. I think I think 12, 13 a game is a good area. And, you know, I think the other guys got to fit in. You know, they got to get in where they fit in. I, I just <laughs> I don't know what else to, you know, because um, even if you – I mean, Derek Carr didn't play. He, he, def, he definitely had one of the, uh, his worst games in a while. I think overall, if you just, you know, accuracy-wise, I thought he was a little off accuracy-wise too. Definitely was missing a lot of passes. He just doesn't miss, um, especially on deep balls. Um, I mean, he was money in the intermediate area, which I thought was weird. But um, it was one of the worst games you know I've seen him play in a minute. But even with that, he still almost threw 295 yards and had a YPA of eight. And I really think that has a lot to do with having Devontae Adams over there, and they were able Adams. to stay in the game, yes. right? And it, it was like, you know, it's a big X factor. You know, think about it. A lot of a lot of that game was a lot of perspective for me. You know, Derek Carr usually had those type of games. They lose 35 to three. It was 24 to 19, and they were still able to move the football and you know get some plays going even when he was struggling with accuracy and stuff like that, because they had Devontae Adams that they're down 17-3 and he just shakes Asante Samuel out of his shoes. Right. And, you know, spins him around and gets a four, <laughs> then spins on him again and then gets 41 yards and then he scored a touchdown two plays later. It's like that spark. You know what I mean? Like he's a playmaker, he's a difference maker. And I think if they have him, it, it's, 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 it's a big deal. Man. I, I, I was thinking like, Derek Carr played like that, and they didn't have him. It would have been like thirty-five to three. It would yeah. have been like thirty-five to three. It'd have been a blowout. It'd have been a blowout. Yeah, he was that. He was a difference. That literally that forty-one yard play in the third quarter, like that's like that's what he is, man. Difference maker. Yeah. And uh, I don't think it's been talked. To, it, it, it's not being talked about enough how much a difference maker he is because because they lost because they lost. So I mean. He, he, and he – so let's put it like this. The two best players in that game, right, mm-hmm. three best players. It was yeah. Herbert, Mack on their side. Yeah. But, but then Devontae Adams on the right yeah. side. Uh-huh. Right. So um, – and J.C. Jackson, he was the best DB in that game, and he still was having trouble with this Yeah, but J.C. Jackson didn't play. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Sunday Samuel Jr. was the yeah. best DB in this game, but had 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 troubles with Devontae Adams because, like you're saying, he he is a difference maker. He's a premier player, you know. And just having a guy who can win on the outside like that, you know, that puts your offense in another echelon. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with and, you. 
and you know, I kind of feel bad for you know Mac Hollins too. I don't know why Mac Hollins is out there. I feel like they got, I think they got to they got to get somebody out there that Derek Carr wants to throw to because I don't think Derek Carr wants to throw to him. <laughs> there was that there was that nice one across the middle though. But yeah, yeah, there. but they used the fourth read right. Like Derek Carr, Derek Carr is basically like this right now. He's he's going, he's going Adams, Waller. Renfro and then Hollins is like the last guy. So you, I think you got to get somebody out there that you know, you know, because I think Hollins is, he was open underneath on, on a couple of uh, you know nice little five yard passes, right? But you know why would you want to throw five yards to Hollins when you know I could hit Waller on the seam or I could hit <laughs> Adams on that? It was a lot of greediness that way. But you know we're, we're getting that Carfax. We'll talk about that. Um, yeah, in depth over there and get some offensive line talk too. You guys can tell me I'm an idiot. So all right. BD, do you want to start with defense, or are you want to? Get yeah, I'll give you that. Let's, let's awesome. do some defense. I'll start. I'll start with defense. Start right. off with defense here. All right. So, first of all, run defense. Look pretty good in this game. We talked about it, you know. Uh, so we're just gonna, you know, highlight some of the things that they did well here. You know, first and foremost, Max Crosby, he had a heck of a game defending the run. Here we go. This is vintage Max Crosby from his rookie year, just playing with all out hustle down the line of scrimmage for a run stop. Body slams that guy. But but we we're seeing even more from Max Crosby here. Check this out. We're gonna we're gonna get a stunt inside, and he's taking on a double team, okay. And this is a true double team. This isn't a tight end and a tackle. This is a guard and a tackle. He's trying to split that double team. Doesn't work. Spins out of it, makes the tackle for a stop. Look at this, Max Crosby. He's basically saying. I don't care how many guys you send to block me. I'm making a play against the run. Here's another one just like it. This is a fantastic play. He gets the down block. He knows that means he's going to get a puller right right in his face. And he just blows this guy up. Look at him get underneath this guard. Stands this guard up. Low man wins. Makes a tackle. For a loss or, you know, no, oh, that was for uh, no game. On this one. Okay. This is an incredible play by Max Crosby, too. This is a heads-up play here. The defense is struggling to get lined up. Look at them. They're demonstratively uh, gesturing towards Hankins. They keep on saying Hankins. Diablo's like, Hankins, you got to get over. You got to get over. Max Crosby realizing, hey, we might be a gap down over here. There might be a problem. I'm hearing my guys yell at Hankins. He just slides down. He makes the defense right. Shoots into the backfield. Now, no one is here to block for this back. And really, the way that this play is designed is five is supposed to wrap and lead. And we get a blocker on 50. So watch five. When Max Crosby jumps inside here, he also bumps into five, and now there's no blocker, allows Jayon Brown an easy tackle, one-on-one in the hole, but Max Crosby made this play. This is a heads-up play. 
right? This is this is him using his mental side. So we are see, we we are seeing Matt, like some signs of Max Crosby taking a jump here. Uh, this this one's Chandler Jones on the goal line. Okay, he's playing a heavy technique where he's peeking inside. He has a gap and a half, meaning he's gonna play. Basically, he's two gapping this tackle or this this uh this really it's an extra it's an extra lineman in the game. So he's two gapping this extra lineman in the game. So we're gonna peek inside, rip outside, gets enough of them for a stop right there. Here's another one, Divine Diablo. Divine Diablo, he's showing some good signs here. Not it's it wasn't all clean for Devon Diablo, but but against the run, watch him. Between Devon Diablo and Denzel Perriman, who's gonna trigger first downhill? Oh yeah, let's go meet that meet that running back in the hole. And you know, in years you know, last year Devon Diablo would have been waiting back here still, and you know, Denzel Perriman's making this tackle. So that is encouraging to see from Devon Diablo. Playing it the right way, playing the, playing it the way it's supposed to be played. Here's another um, great run stop here. I think this one's Billings here. No, no, sorry, Hobbs. We're getting a blitz off the edge that allows Crosby to rip uh, across. Uh, this is called a long stick. He's got a stunt into the B gap here. And then um, Hobbs is going to blitz off the edge. You know, great call against the run. You know they're they're you feel like they're going to run it towards the passing strength or towards the tight end. Send Hobbs off that edge. Let Crosby, you know, Crosby create some mayhem. Draw these blockers over here, right? And then uh, you know, I'm uh, getting to a little squeeze front here. Okay, stop the you know stop the run. A pitiful excuse for a sneak right there for a fourth down stop. So Josh McDaniels in his presser after the, you know, um, on Monday talked about there were hidden opportunities within plays, you know, that, um, that we didn't, uh, you know, that didn't come to fruition. It could have been a stop, but instead it was a big play for the, uh, you know, for the uh, opposing team. So this is – we're going to go through some some examples of that here, of guys just not doing their job, just like a half step step late, whatever it is, and a big play resulting in it. So here's Jayon Brown here. We are in cover three. This is, We know cover three. You, you watch tape, don't lie. We know, we know what cover three is. Jayon Brown is the weak hook player. That means he needs to run up this hash – Okay, and carry anything vertical that comes across the field. Now, the problem here is Jayon Brown gets a little confused because <clears throat> he needs to turn towards the passing strength, towards the three-receiver side, but instead he turns the wrong way for a second, realizes his mistake, flips around late, and look who's running right behind him. Okay, um, So this is Jayon Brown. He, he, he needs to carry this guy vertical across the middle of the field. He misses that that time. Now, another element of this that's really brilliant, and when I talked about them getting out schemed, or you know, just Joe Lombardi having like a great play, uh, um, a, a great game plan. Look at the design on this. This tight end, okay, 
Um, he stays in the block just for a second on um, Max Crosby. And 26, Yassine, this is his man. And because he's staying in the block, that's freezing Yassine's feet here just for a second before he robots and, you know, tries to run underneath that. And you see how close he got. If this guy just releases underneath immediately, Yassine immediate, will immediately robot and roll back over on top and try to get in, you know, get into that passing lane. Okay, but the problem, but the reason why he doesn't do that is because there's just that little delay. So again, great game planning, great play design. He, and you know, this guy was really on the head. He had the upper hand on the, on them. Um, here's another one. I'm just gonna let it run here. You know, uh, Max Crosby, he can get it too. Here, here's an example. Max Crosby shooting upfield, not playing the run. Watch the rest of the defensive line. Okay, watch. Okay. Jones, playing the run. Playing the run. Playing the run, right? Bilal Nichols. Does he try to penetrate? No. He's waiting, playing the run. Max Crosby doesn't get that run read. Doesn't set the edge at all. Big run for a first down into the red zone. Everyone's got to do their job. Okay, I'm going to let this one run. This one just looks like Rocky Scene. Corner over, we went corner over. We got Rocky Scene matched up on the near slot. It's a slant, and he gives the slant up. Bam! This just looks like Rocky Scene got beat, right? Yeah. When I chart, when I'm charting this game, I'm, I'm putting down Rocky Scene is targeted on this. But there's someone who didn't do their job. Now, I talked about Devon Diablo playing the run really well. You see, he's eager. He wants to come downhill. The only problem is. When you're the linebacker, one of these two inside linebackers, when you're on the side of the back and you get the run action away from you, okay, you have to wait. You have to, you have to stop your feet. You have to be patient. And you have to sit back here. You have to, you know, just edge back just a little bit for a half second. Make sure that the quarterback really does give that, give that ball before you commit. And the reason why is because you want to sit back here in this passing lane, right, and play that RPO. And you see Diablo's length here and athleticism, right? He almost is able to make a play on this, even though he doesn't do his job the right way. But if he just is a little bit more patient and sits back in this passing window like he's supposed to, that's not a play for a first down. Doesn't move the chip, doesn't move the chip, uh, sticks. Here's another one from Devon Diablo. I don't want to pile on them, but uh, this guy uh, Joe Lombardi really he picks on linebackers. So if this is Lombardi, not me. Okay, um, this is. Almost a brilliant play by the defense. It's just one weak link. Um, well, two, two guys make a mistake here. Now, we're doing a really good job showing we are single high pre-snap. And what these guys are doing, Hobbs and Abram, is they're disguising. And what we're waiting for is we're waiting for this quarterback to really get into his cadence. You see just you know Justin Herbert. You see him. He's giving a little dummy cadence, and then he lifts up his foot. He's really giving a cadence now. His eyes go down, and that's when these guys start moving back into position. Watch Abram. He's waiting, he's waiting, he's waiting. He puts his hands up. Now he's getting back there into the deep half. It's not single high anymore. And then another coverage indicator for quarterbacks to look at is the leverage of the nickel. If he's outside leverage, that's single high. If he's inside leverage, that's too high. So we see Nate Hobbs outside leverage at the snap or, you know, before the snap, pre-snap, outside leverage. He waits for Herbert to get his eyes down. 
Herbert doesn't see now he's inside leverage. Okay, so this is the we have the makings of a really good play. We have some the makings of some good execution here. The only problem is Devon Diablo, two things he's doing wrong. First of all, this is the three receiver side. We got a back and two receivers. We need to run down the hash, not down the middle of the field, down the hash, okay, to the three receiver side. Okay, so right now he's just running down the middle of the field. He's not running to his landmark. So that's one knock on D Diablo. The second thing is this is a vision defense. Okay, that means we got to get our eyes on the quarterback. D D uh, Diablo, he spends way too much time. Look, he's staring at him. He's staring at him. Yeah, that's your guy. He's past nickel depth. He's past the depth of, of the linebackers in the corners. That's your guy. Get your eyes back around now on Herbert, but he's just looking at him. He's staring at the receiver. Never sees the throw, and it's a big. That's a big time play that he gives up. The other guy who makes a mistake here, really, uh, I don't want to dwell too much on it, is Trevon Merrick. You see him here um, with his break. We just don't have um, a clean footwork, really. So disappointed to see this from Trayvon Merrick because um, I, I was anticipating him making a, a bigger impact on a play like this. I thought that this was right in his wheelhouse. Uh, we see him here. Okay. When the ball is thrown, okay, we're getting ready to break. One, two, three, four, five steps. Nowhere. He's going nowhere. He's on at the bottom of this little A right here. One, two, three, four. However, however many steps that he takes, four or five steps at the bottom of that A, does not move an inch. We got to put one foot in the ground, gain ground on our first step. And maybe he makes a play right there. Uh, so, again, missed opportunities. Guys, do your job, and we're in a better spot. Here's another one. Guy not doing his job. Anthony Averett, we're in cover three. We have an adjustment where we're going to pass off, um, you know, these routes down here that guys like to do. Everyone likes to do the this across the NFL, run Yankee down the field, crossing routes off play action. Okay. So, so um, you know, NFL defenses, they all have adjustments for it. Right now, Averitt and um, the, the rest of the defense, what they're doing is they are, he's going to pass off this crosser and then he's going to run underneath and stay underneath this crosser. But unfortunately, he's a little late diagnosing. You know, you kind of, if you get this big cross, you should probably get your eyes over and, and you know, look for somebody coming back your way when you're in cover three. Um, you know, that's something that they're going to have to just work on and get better at. But anyways, Averett doesn't see this one coming back his way. He, that's it, that he's supposed to be underneath this. He just gives up a huge, huge play. Um, I mean, credit to Abram getting all the way from the middle of the field past the numbers and making this a contested catch, but still a great catch from that receiver. But that's on Averitt. Um, all right, let's look at this one here. This is another one um, where I think they're just a little confused. Well, actually here, we started off with quads, then we motioned back over. So now it's a three, uh, three receivers over here, two receivers over there. And I just don't think that they, Switch, you know, uh, made the adjustment. I think they stayed in their quads adjustment because we see Diablo pushing over here to this hash when really he needs to be on that hash. So, you know, just little little things putting these linebackers in conflict. Um, you know, uh, definitely don't want to make it seem like 
I'm down on Diablo, you know, they, they, they do this, they do this. And, you know, so those guys know next time going up against the Chargers, Hey, we're going to get picked on. We got to, you know, really tamp down on our technique. So, you know, uh, really the standouts, Crosby obviously had a great game against the, uh, against the run primarily. Uh, there were some up and down pass rushes. Um, obviously he did get some pressure, yeah. but uh, wasn't what we're accustomed to. So overall positive game from Crosby. Hobbs had a really good game in coverage and against the run. Um, he's playing multiple positions in the, in the, you know, in the secondary. So that's pretty cool to see. There was even one where he dropped into the deep half. So they have some coverages, some wrinkles uh, for Hobbs specifically. Uh, so that was also another cool thing to see. All right, man. Yeah. Uh, interesting to see um, some of those breakdowns in coverage. You know what I mean? Um, especially, you know, way it's breaking down, you know, and it's not, it's not seen as, you know, as a breakdown in coverage. It's just seen as, you know, a great throw. You know what I mean? So kind of see how some of those things are still breakdowns and coverages. Cause even if, you know, the Di- Devon Diablo has his eyes back at the quarterback, he might be able to make some kind of play on that ball too. If he's, he reads it correctly, you know? So, um, I mean, but that's what happens if you, you know, if you have your head turned like that and you're not able to get there or you're not looking back at the quarterback, especially in the zone coverage. So in the zone, I mean, yeah, it's like, a, yeah, I, I said vision. I should, should have said zone, but yeah, your eyes need to be on the quarterback period. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the difference is like, that's what Drew Tranquil did. I mean, made kind of different type of play. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's true. Right. Kind of close that. And that's kind of more of a veteran, but you know, Devon Diablo is also learning linebacker too. So, you know, it, it's not that he's learning linebacker, but you know, you see him take the growth as, you know, in the run, and you really like to see that. But now he's got to get to those zone drops and stuff like that, get better at that. So, yeah, uh, just position that his zone maintenance, ha- you know, ha- has to improve. And, you know, I, I think he definitely athletically, Diablo has the ability. This defense isn't going to take, a, you know, a next step where we can consistently beat Mahomes and Herberts and stuff like that, unless he does, because he's a big part of the plan here, mm-hmm. you know, Diablo being that guy, it's a huge part of the plan. And if he's just a guy, you know, uh, we're going to see plenty more of that, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully not for that. Uh, anything, any other thoughts on the, the defensive line or anything? I know below Nichols, he, when I watched, he looked like he was getting washed like crazy. He didn't really have an impact. Yeah. He, uh, Nichols, he was involved in a little in, in some stuff early, some some pressures, some moving moving guys around, whether that was against the run or against the pass, but getting to the backfield. I saw a little bit of that early, but it definitely waned. And then yeah, against the run, he he, he didn't look good. I think he had maybe one play against the run. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um uh I'll, I'll go through my charting later and I'll share it with everyone. Uh but uh yeah, he he definitely didn't look strong against the run. Kendall Vickers also looked really weak against the run. He was getting double teamed and just washed around. So yeah, uh, I don't know what they're going to do about three technique, but Billings looked good. Hankins looked okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and obviously they stopped the run. So it's not, you know, a drastic, it's not like a drastic worry or need right now. Yeah. Uh, but, I, you know, I, I would say, yeah, I would say maybe thinking about getting a little bit more of a rotation in with Co- allowing Coons to play, you know, not just like, four snaps in the third quarter, yeah, you know, and maybe keeping Chandler Jones a little fresher throughout the game. Maybe, maybe we see more of an impact there because when Koontz was in the game, they got to stop. Yeah. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. You know, so he's, 
Yeah, it's not like he was a liability out there or anything. Yeah, and Jalen Jones played a lot of snaps. He played a ton of, ton of snaps, ton of snaps yeah. in this one. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was a little surprising. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I was. I would think that he would play a little less for sure, mm-hmm. just early on in the season. You know, right? I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. All right. Uh, any other thoughts on the defense, PD? Um, no, I'm going to go through, um, you know, for, for the fans out there, for the audience out there, I'm going to go through a good portion of this game for the tape watchers and up um, at some point, probably tomorrow night, I'll probably do it. Uh, I'll, I'll put I'll put a post on YouTube so that, um, you know, the, the premium subscribers can see, uh, you know, and plan their day, plan their evening around this film watching. <laughs> It'll be a long one. It is a long one, right? Yeah. Long one. Uh, and then, of course, you know, I'll do my Carfax, too. I don't know if I'm going to go live, though, but, you know, I'll do the, car, I'll do the whole Carfax uh, Friday, and then I'll, you know, do the members get the whole one, and then, of course, you know, you know I split it up, you know, give, give it to everybody, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, you're not getting all this work. You're, for you. you're, a, gener- <laughs> you're a generous man. You're a generous man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I cut it up for you. Uh, but, um, yeah, so the offense, let's get to the offense. Um, you know, we're going to get to the question, what, what happened to Hunter Renfro? I mean, that's, that's the biggest question everybody wanted to, to know was where's Hunter Renfro? we got to get Hunter Renfro involved. Let's get targets away from Devontae Adams, you know. Um, so, so we're going to get into that. And then, of course, we need to show off a little Dylan Parham. I thought Dylan Parham looked excellent. And, you know, we're talking about draft picks and, you know, if 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 they're going to hit a third-round draft pick like this, because, you know, if he's looking like this year one, right, in game one against, you know, some of the best pass rushers. I mean, I know the interior is not just like something to go home at, you know, it's not Aaron Donald or nothing like that. You know, we'll see that. I don't know if JJ Wasco play this week, but, you know, he's got some better players coming this week, um, you know, but he looked really good. So, you know, definitely go over him a little bit. So it could be see why he is uh, looking like a special player, in my opinion. All right. Let's see. Let's see what you got here. Let's, let's check him out. All right, we start off with uh, Dylan Parham. Um, like I said, when I, when I did my, my blocks, I didn't have any uh, blocks for him. Uh, blown blocks, I just like to say, or missed blocks, whatever you want to call it. Didn't give up any pressures. Any, I think he was just clean the whole game. Just really clean. Definitely the best lineman on the day. And that's, that's what I'm saying. His rookie, his first start, I don't know why they pulled him. That that was crazy, you know, um, but hey. They want to mix it up. That's just what they want to do for right now. I, I can't control. I have no control over that. But let's go ahead and watch some of this. First play of the game right here. All right, they got a little stunt going. All right. If he does a good job picking it up, switching off, right, and then getting, you know, what I like is he gets low again, right? So you go back, go back a little bit. See, right? He's still able to get his hands inside. He's got a high paddle, but then he gets he gets back low underneath, right? It's a great job right there. That's what I was talking about. You know, is this a pressure? I don't know. You, you decide. I mean, he's boom. Is that is that a, is that? A... <laughs> I don't know, BD. You tell me. 
I wouldn't. I wouldn't give that as a pressure yeah. to no? our guys. All, right, all, right, all, right. all right, here we go. So, next one. Right. See right there, right? Nice another pass rush right there. Another good rep, right? I mean, just, everything's just sound with him. Everything's just like you know, right where you want your feet to be. He's moving his feet. You can talk about strength a little bit, but you can see he can make up for it with his technique. Everything's just so sound with him, right? It's like another great block, pushing him right around. No, that's you know, fat throw right there, car, but great block by Dylan Parham. Another one right here, right? You got got to rush it inside. Right, you can say the guys get a little bit of leverage here, and we're going to see another stunt. Right, so he pushes around the stunt, does a good job of just kind of opening up what I'm saying, like creating a open pocket for Derek Carr. Right, giving him a running lane, and, and I know people want him to to move, but that's why Dylan Parham does here is by pushing him around. Right, does a good job of that, and you can kind of see like maybe Dylan Parham maybe was stronger, have more a little bit more play streak. He's able to just kind of push this guy to the ground, but he does a great job of just. Controlling the guy, which allows Derek Carr to step up here. Hit Devontae Adams. Boom. Who's a bad man? That's just a bad man right there. All right. Again, right here, Dylan Parham. Again, you just to say the great pad level. You already see the pad level. Already see he's ready to engage, hands inside. Gets a good little anchor there, right? Able to push the guy around the pocket, give Derek Carr enough room to throw. Hit this right to Devontae Adams. Big play. Come back to it one more time. So he was just clean all game, man. It's just, it, it, this, this is a rookie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is a rookie. His first game of the year, right? This is a great anchor, right? And you talk about the the play strength. I mean, you see the technique, though. He's still not able to get pushed around where he's still able to get a little bit of control. It's not the maybe the previous anchor you can see, not able to build a house like you want, but it's a good job right there. First down. All right, here we go. Another one. So just, just winning these reps, man. He's won already. It's, it's already over for this guy. This guy's no chance. Look at this. He's got his full hands. He's grabbing the guy inside. This guy has no chance of going anywhere. And you can tell, right? He's just he's standing the guy up. You just look at his pad level, man. Look at this bend. It's just fantastic, that anchor right there. It's just clean all the time. Clean, clean, clean. Here we go. Once again, he's pushing around, picking up another one, right? Picking up another stunt, doing a good job. Another little TE stunt right there. It was a good job picking up Bosa right there. You know, Mac almost takes his leg out, breaks his leg. (laughs) But you just see the, the talent right there, man. Look at that talent that he has. As, a, as an offensive lineman, right? And, and he might have to play guard this week. I'm oh, sorry, center this week because Andre James, if he has a concussion. I thought James played well. I thought James actually played pretty well, actually. Uh, which, so I, you know, I feel like that might be a little bit of a big loss, in my opinion. I thought he played pretty pretty well at center. And, but, you know, see with Dylan Parham, it's just official. But the exciting, the exciting part of Parham was the run blocking, which, you know, is something that, I was worried about a left guard. We're going to see him just move some of these guys with ease, man. And this is nice. So here we go. A little outside zone right here. Look at this nice reach block. He's getting there, right? Oh, yeah. Pushing this guy. Look at him pushing 69. Where's he going? Oh, yeah. Right? Look at that nice block right there. 
creating that hole. Just no chance. Great job. Right? Great job by Parham there. And then, you know, this is well, this is what the, their big signee, right? Sebastian Joseph Day is the big signee that they got for stopping the run, right? And Parham was just kind of abusing him a little bit in the run game, which I – and that's what I'm saying. They, they didn't run the ball enough. You know, we don't talk about that. But look at that. Just move him like this, right? He tries to slide inside. He tries to swim around him. But it's like, no. You know what I'm saying? Because the, 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 the technique is so clean and the get-off that he has. He gets his hands up so quick, right? But look at that. Right, this is little man wins, hands inside, moves him. <laughs> he, Sebastian Joseph Day was brought there to stop the run. Look at that, look at that hole he creates right there. All right, let's go back yeah. again. Like, I, I did not see this as a strength of his, you know what I'm saying? And, and he's going up against uh, a player, like I said, it's supposed to be very, very good against the run, right? Sebastian Joseph Day. He's brought there to stop the run for the Chargers. Look at him just move him, right? You could maybe say he got, got a little help from Mumford. You know, Mumford has a great block here, too. Great job on Mumford, right? You know, Hunter Renfro, nice little Hunter Renfro on Callahan. It was just a solid, solid day, right? And you see him here pulling here. Another one. He's able to just move. Look at <laughs> look what he does this Austin Johnson, man. He said, what, what are you signing all these guys for? Right here in the little one-back power. Johnson. Just boom. Right there. Look at that. Just move him back. Five yards. That's excellent. Excellent game. All right. So let's let's get into a uh, little Hunter Renfro here. So Hunter Renfro, I think he had like what, two catches for like what, like 16 yards, something like that. Something really low, only six targets. Um, people, a lot of people wondering why he wasn't getting the football. So we're going to examine that. Let's go ahead and check this out. First play, him versus Bryce Callahan, lined up here, right? Yeah, we're going to watch him run this run this route. Right? You, you, typical, you know, jab step, we get it for Hunter Renfro. But you see Callahan's, which you could say, you know, I don't know. You could say what you want to say. This is legal contact. It is five yards downfield. You make the decision <laughs> yourself. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, he's able to get physical with him. He's not able to get separation, right? It's Callahan. Right here, see it one more time. Able to get a little contact right there at the top of the route. All right, he's just, just not there. Just not there, right? And watch it one more time in slow motion. You see typical jab step. It just doesn't get Callahan to move, right? I don't know. I don't know the legal touching rules. You tell me. That's five years downfield. All right. Here's another one. You know, we talk about him not getting the football. I mean, they also did some bracket coverages on Renfro. So, I mean, they did. I mean, they, they had a game plan to kind of neutralize him a little bit. So, you got Callahan on him with the inside. You see the bracket coverage right there. He's not getting this ball in the red zone, right? He ain't nowhere. He ain't, he ain't going to Renfro. All right. Here we go. Another one. Renfro. Lined up, but gets Bryce Kelly. You see, he tries to give a little bit of move there. You know, he's running the same routes he used to, man. It's, it's not like it's not like he's looking slow or anything like that. But Callahan's is right there. I mean, it's not, it's not. You know what I'm saying? It's really nothing. Strapped. He's strapped. Yeah, it's, it's, something, it's not really I could explain this. And you see, Callahan's is playing it perfect, man. Because he's giving him, he's giving it to him right there. 
Look at that. He, he, he's even got him on the move, a little jab step, but it's just a transition. And then Callahan able to stick with him, right? Here's another one. Against Callahan here. Lined up inside. So even he's even giving his little hop step. You got he's got inside. I want to say sorry, outside leverage here, and he wants to get outside. Now usually this is an option route, which I kind of thought this was interesting. That when you see here, you have this outside leverage. You didn't go back inside with all this room. He still tried to get back outside, but the route that he gave him just didn't work. You know, even with a little hop step, it doesn't matter. It's not there. He's strapped up, and Derek Carr can't throw that ball anywhere. So watch it again here in slow motion, right? Just, it just nothing really. He's not moving. You know, he's not. He's not really going for anything. He's able to play him straight up and have confidence with it. And that's really a lot of the reason why he didn't get the ball. We're watching it right here. There's another one inside him. So I'm talking about like what he's getting followed too. He's getting followed here a lot, right? Playing a little cover five, they like to play. Play a lot of cover five, to be honest. And this time, he has inside leverage, right? So he's playing the inside. And, then, you know, this is actually a pretty good route from Hunter Renfro, right? Because he gives a little jab step. Kind of fake inside, kind of get outside. But Callahan is still all over him. Ends up falling. Undercuts it, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful coverage. Yeah, so it, it was like this all day. It was like this all day for him. But, you know, Riffle did get him once, right, uh, on the big fourth down when they really needed it. He, he, this is what I'm saying. You still see it. But, you know, Matt Holt talked about this, talk this about this uh, on the inter- instant reaction. You saw a little soft shoot, you know, so kind of a little bit of the off coverages. You know, he's able to get his work and, you know, we're not able to get your hands on him and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, it was just Bryce Callahan. I mean, there's really nothing really I can ex- explain other than that. <laughs> it was Bryce Callahan put the straps on him. And uh, it, I don't think that's going to happen every week. And I think that had, has a lot to do with the passing game, too. I think that took away a lot of options. Um, you know, there was a couple plays that, you know, Humphro – uh, Renfro could have been thrown to, especially in the interception. But you know, we talk about it on the Carfax a little bit. But uh, um, yeah, I, I thought Renfro he hit the straps on him, man. It was it was a it was a long day for him. I I mean, he usually doesn't do that bad against Bryce Callahan. I don't know, you know. Um, I think it just Callahan was ready for that matchup, and maybe you know, probably as I'm talking about, it, I felt like the Chargers were getting ready for this game since March or April. Like it was like part of the game plan. They had a game plan day, like every single day for this game. I you mean, know, Raiders <laughs> should Raiders should have been doing that too. I, I mean, know, I know. I, I mean, I I'd be surprised if they weren't. They, I mean, uh, I, they were clearly out coached. They they were out yeah. on defense. Uh, you know, on the defensive side of the ball. Um, but, you know, going back into it, like like you're saying, if Renfro beats Callahan on film, going Pat, going back the last few years, mm-hmm. and he was with the Broncos, and he probably played him against when they were yeah. with the uh, when he was when he was on the Bears, right? Mm-hmm. So, if he beats him on film, 
you, you you don't go into this week worried about Callahan, right? Yeah, yeah. So Callahan really stepped up, and but he's but he's played really well throughout his career. But I think he had like some down years, maybe maybe had some injuries or something like that. But he's coming back up to that emergence where he was back, you know, back in the day when Staley was the probably like a defensive assistant or something like that uh, over there at the Bears. So yeah. he, he he used to be playing like this. Now we're seeing him playing like this again. Going into the next matchup, McDaniels is going to have a better plan. Period. Yeah, because yeah. you're right. I mean, because the past couple of years, Bryce Callahan has not been able to, to you know, stop Hunter Renfro. I mean, I think Hunter Renfro had a touchdown against him. Um Against the Broncos last year, I believe. I think on that uh, one of the, one of those routes, you know, he was able to uh, beat him there. So, you know, that was probably one of the most interesting parts of that tape too. But and also they, they just did the kitchen sink of Derek Carr, and I don't know why they didn't like try to run the football this game. It was it was crazy to me why they didn't try to keep up with running the football. Um, you know, I think they, they tried to come out and put on a show. I really felt like I felt like the you know McDaniel's was really cocky with it too. I think McDaniel's thought that he was gonna come and cook these guys. Like I cook these guys with Matt Jones. I got I got Derek Carr. This is gonna be some home cooking. And I, I think they got yeah. I would say in the first half they definitely got out coach. That was they, they were not prepared at all for, for any of that. For the, no. yeah, they were not prepared no. for any of it, right? Um, I think they adjusted well, which I think is a good sign going forward. I they did adjust. Yeah, they did adjust well. Yeah. Right. And I think it's going to be a great sign going forward um, of adjustments. We're not used to that as Raiders fans, to be honest. I mean, we're, we're you know, we, we <laughs> for the past four years, it's, you know, it's no adjustments, no nothing. So, I mean, we, we saw some great coaching there. Um, but I think the preparation for this game was a little different. Um, I was expecting yeah. to see a lot more short passes, in my opinion. I, I feel like they tried to come out and go for the jugular, you know, some seam routes to Hunter, to Darren Waller and, you know, throw it up to Devontae Adams. And, you know, it's, it was more of that. And Devontae Adams was open underneath all game. Like the, they had like five first downs off little option routes. It's like, you could have threw that, like every first down, you could do option route. You just kept throwing option routes until they stopped it with Devontae Adams. Yeah. They could not stop Devontae Adams with option routes. I don't know how you do. I don't know how, I, I, to be honest, because if the, the way that teams play his own defense is, I mean, if you put Hunter Renfro next to him, you get you got to make a choice. Like, you, who you put? You can put a linebacker on him. Um, you know, I, I don't I don't see. I think they got to put Adams inside more often and let him work underneath, too. And I think that he can, you know, those juke routes, like the wide jukes. I mean, I don't think you have to save those for Hunter Renfro. You want him to run those too, man. You want him running Z-Juke. You know what I mean? Like, that's the yeah. – <laughs> you want the best route in the league running Z-Juke on a linebacker. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you can get up those matches, matchups, and I think they did a lot of that, but they kind of got away from it. They, they literally, he literally could have had 20 catches uh, for 200 yards. Just yeah. Paper cuts. They just kept paper cutting them. And even hitting Hunter Renfro underneath sometimes and scheming it, I think – and even Waller too. I mean, Waller is good with short passes. I don't know why they didn't attack that way. I thought that was super weird. Um, I feel like they try to put on a show against, you know, one of the better defenses that is out there to stop the deep ball. You know what I mean? Like you, you like this team is built to stop the deep ball because they're basically Staley is saying you are not going to have enough time to even get there in the first place, right? So you have to beat us underneath. And I think you got to take what they, they give you. And I think they have a lot of great schemes 
for that and they didn't get to him and we they saw adams run them all the time and he, he's literally every time he caught a choice route it was a first down yeah. literally every time and um I don't know why they just keep moving the football ball like that. It, was, it could have been 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, you know, and then you get that shot, you know what I mean? And then, but I felt like they came out trying to, you know, put up 45 on the Chargers. Yes. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Was it them? Was it them or was it Carr that came out trying to put up 45? On, on it, it was him. It was, it was McDaniels too. Don't, don't let it. McDaniel's was calling. He was calling them deep routes, man. They got the the one they call um called Goose, man. He was calling Goose like crazy. We had the two seams, him and Renfro right. up, up the middle. But you know they were ready for that stuff, man. They they had one time he called it, and they had they didn't have a uh, they had single high, but the single high guy was all the way over the side with Devontae Adams and Renfro. So it, it's both seams. It didn't matter if you could throw the seam. I mean the, the safety's over top of both of them. You can't choose, and then. Matt Collins is covered up on the other side, and then Derek Carr, you know, he's getting sacked because he's, he's holding the ball too long, trying to go through his reads, and it's too late. And then he tries to run, and then Matt catches him. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a lot of them trying to take the top off. Yeah. I mean, like like you're saying, they run run a lot of cover five. Like, that's the toughest coverage to throw deep against, you know, so – I'm pretty sure, you know, I saw someone post saying that, you know, it was like super exotic coverage that Drew Tranquil, <clears throat> excuse me, caught that uh, interception on, you know, you know, to Waller on. Yeah. And I'm like looking at it. I'm like, I literally have never seen this coverage before. Like this, this is, this is, this is a theoretical coverage. Okay. Like this is the sign, the mad scientists of football put this one together. So yeah. Uh, they de- they definitely threw the kitchen sink at car. Yeah, <laughs> you know, goodness, goodness, and, um, and to go with it, you got Joey Bosa, you got um, Khalil Mack. Oh my gosh, you know. Yeah. So w- with a with a with a offensive line that's rotating a lot. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Did they were they chipping these guys? I didn't notice that in your breakdown. <sighs> a little bit, not really. Not really, right? Mm-mm. Interesting. Not chipping. No, not really. Didn't get a lot of help. I mean, at, some, at some, certain points, um, you know, they were in a lot of 11, man. A lot of 11 personnel. So it wasn't like – and what I thought was interesting, too, is that if if there was, um, like, a – like, a like uh, Jacob Johnson in there, um, if, he did, he, if he was in there as a fullback, they were in 22 personnel. And the reason for that is because Darren Waller is the other wide receiver. So yeah, I yeah, that was really. I thought that was really interesting. The, he did. He doesn't run twenty-two personnel like like that. He ran that a lot. It was like uh, I think about eight times. And I mean that's the reason. Like he wants Darren Waller out there right. as, a, as another target too. So I think Waller's going to get more involved before Renfro. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I mean yeah. Waller is definitely. I mean, the two key guys in this offense are Darren <clears throat> yes. and Devontae Adams. I mean, and those guys are going to get most of the targets. I think Renfro's going to fit in where he, you know, he's going to get a lot of the underneath stuff and and things like that. You know, but he's got to win those matchups too, because you know, once, right? Because if they start locking up Adams and they start locking up Waller and they, they game plan for them, and you know, they start playing those crossers like the Chargers were, I think you know, Renfro's got to get open. He's got to get open underneath. He's got to be winning too. So they need they need him yeah. to win. And you know, I think, I think it you, too. It really from a from a defensive standpoint, 
if you can play man right on, you know, two of their guys, now you can call some coverage, you know, and do some things with, with yeah. the rest of your guys, you know. Uh, if you uh, can just like to the backside, you got you got you got two receivers, you got one receiver. The, the defensive backs over there need to cover that guy man to man, and they can do that. That get, that you know. So the Hunter Info not winning never forced them to change, mm. right? Like they yeah. can keep on playing the, the things that they wanted to play, and. If if once like you're saying when Renfro wins they gotta adjust now now Waller's wide open now Adams is like oh they messed up you know so yeah it, it, yeah that that completely opens up the offense so I, I'm fully confident Hunter Renfro is gonna have some a bounce back you know we're we're gonna see Hunter Renfro more and more involved how much of this do you chalk up to the offensive performance obviously Carr throwing all the picks how much of that do you chalk up to him being like first year with a new staff and, you know, learning all these, you know, new verb, like, is this a mental thing? I, I don't know. I don't think it's a mental thing. I, I, you know, a lot of it is just, he was aggressive, you know? Um, I mean, his average depth of target was 10 yards. I mean, I don't know. I think, I, I don't know if that led the league, but I, I'm pretty sure it did. We're in a too high league right now. If you're throwing 10 yards of throw, I mean, you're making your life tough on yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like these guys are, are coming out to build, to, to throw the ball, to stop the ball deep. I mean, Justin Herbert was his average at the target was seven, you know? So, you know, to show all the big passes that he threw, but he was a lot, you know, a lot of short passes too with him trying to, you know, keep them in schedule or, or whatever. You know, we didn't see that from Derek Carr. We didn't see the short passes to keep them on schedule. I mean, no. And we did, they were getting 12 yards. <laughs> You know, what I mean? that, that, that was the part that was bothering me a little bit is that, you know, when they did make those throws to stay on schedule and the good throws like that, they were getting they were moving the football consistently. And, you know, and, and yeah, in, in the intermediate level, uh, he was he, he was chopping them up. You know, he was. I mean, he, I don't I don't I didn't have a, a inaccurate pass from an intermediate level. So, I mean, he did well there. It's just that when you want to play football like that, you got to have time. And these two high league, I mean, you're not getting the whole st- single high looks that you're getting before. So it's going to be tougher for you to, to hit those throws consistently, you know, and accurately, too. I mean, those are tight windows, throws you have to make. It, it just makes it tougher for you to stay that aggressive all the time with the way the league is, especially when you look at all the good quarterbacks to play last week and you look, look at the numbers like, oh, my God, this guy had a, a rating of whatever. It's the, it's the short pass guys. These guys are throwing short passes. They all looked great. Josh Allen threw a lot of short passes. Looked awesome. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know just, and then he would throw a deep ball. Same thing with Justin Herbert did. Throw a short pass passes. Then he roll out, throw a deep ball. Everybody's like, oh my god, all he throws is deep balls. You know what I'm saying? And that's all really it takes. And then you know, and then you look at Joe Burrow. You look at Matthew Stafford. And you look at Derek Carr. And you know they're out here trying to <laughs> gunsling. <laughs> <laughs> they're out here trying to put the world put the world on fire still and you know hold the ball and, and, and trying to you know he's, throw, he's still trying to throw 200 yards and throw it into the covered honey hole with cooper cup she'll try to fit it in there and you know holding the ball and you know joe burrow's throwing four interceptions trying to hold the ball and trying to make plays so the league's changing uh, you know i think it's you know Derek Carr, he could play within the offense. He doesn't have to be aggressive anymore. They're not playing the same coverages against him either. I think he has to realize that too. That they, the league respects you now, bro. So you, you can, you don't, you're not gonna get those cover zero. You're not getting the, the cover zero disrespecting looks. Yes, you're not right. getting those things. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now you're getting the graduate, like the PhD level stuff, 
where you're, you're going to have to pass around these looks to yeah. people like, what the hell is this? You know, like, what is this yeah. thing that they're doing? on D- Yeah, that, yeah that's going to happen for sure. Yeah. So I mean, like, ob- obviously, that's what, and that's what the Chargers did, so they obviously respect him uh, yeah. a, a ton. Uh, it's, it's, I guess, encouraging in, in, some, in some sense here. Like, they were in a place – offensively where they could have gone down like they were they were in a shot to like go for the win or you know Mm -hmm. so we got to see them like take that next step obviously like that's like the only thing that that this game is missing yeah and and, and it's funny i mean that third and three play i mean that that play is kind of on renfro too but i mean he it's like he wins so late like Derek Carr comes off him and it's good it's it's frustrating that that makes that that play because they, they call his number because, I mean, yeah, I mean, he was getting isolation one-on-ones. He was. He was really the only guy, like, especially in the second half when they're trying to shut down, especially after Adams did that to Asante Samuel. They, they were like, no, no more of that. So uh, <laughs> you're, you're just somebody over the top of you at all points or anything, like, and you're going to just kind of play all the short stuff. We're not letting you get burned like that anymore. I mean, Rimfro was really the go-to guy. That's when they started throwing to him because – and he wasn't winning, and that's kind of yeah. a little bit what happened, so. Right. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Well, um, all right. Well, we're, we're at an hour right now. Mm-hmm. Anything, anything else you, you want to discuss? Uh, no, no, man. I think that's good. <clears throat> uh, you know, like I said, that's what happened. You know, we'll do the Carfax going to Derek Carr a little bit in depth about his game. And I'll show how like his aggressiveness and stuff. Cause you know, I know a lot of people don't, they don't want to believe that they don't believe he's aggressive. That's a lot of it. It's that's a lot of the pushback for this is they don't want to believe that. Maybe he should check down more, maybe. But it's, you know. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Maybe some more short passes. I know it's hard yeah. to say, you know. But the, I mean, right. the depth of target, bro, is 10. I was like, 10 yards, bro. Right now? 10 yards? Yeah. God. I guess Brandon Staley? <laughs> it's it's just a recipe for disaster. So When, um, when Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa are rushing. Yeah, yeah, man, it's just it's just a recipe for disaster. It, 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 you're, you're asking a lot. You're asking for, you know, you better have like the the Cowboys offensive line, or you know, or you better have Rodney Hudson and uh, Clutch Simile and Gabe Jackson and uh, and Donald Penn <laughs> playing like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, in their in their prime, in their prime. In, in, in their primes. Yeah, you just you know what I'm saying? So yeah, twenty sixteen offensive line was there, man. We tearing that up, man. We just that game's not even close. Yeah, that's that's for sure. That's for <laughs> that's stuff, but it is what it is. All right. Uh so yeah, everybody, we're out of here. You know, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode, our perspective on everything. Check out uh, like I said, make you want to become a member. We got all types of cool stuff we'll be dropping, got some charts dropping there, stuff. Uh, you know, my, my office alignment charts and all that good stuff be dropping. So uh be on the lookout for all that good stuff, guys. All right, Murder Nation, we out. I like Peace. You.